Support for the Football Foundry is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. When you throw on goal and you're looking to score, be smooth and confident to find the back of the net, if you know what I mean. You can get 20% off your order, plus free shipping using the code FOUNDRY at manscaped.com. Hello and welcome back to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves and Manscaped. I'm your host James, I'm joined by Matt. Hello. Hello, Matt's kind of annoyed at me because we just recorded for 15 minutes. Well, technically, and... we did record, did we? <laughs> 177 we episodes in, of full normal episodes, Boyer can't press record, and we talked 15 minutes about Rangers and Jermaine Defoe and Sheffield United being absolute utter dog. <laughs> I, I think Matt's kind of angry at me. Uh, <laughs> so we're starting this podcast off on a very good note. Um, <laughs> speaking of good notes, Matt, yeah. what about Rangers? <laughs> Oh, we're just going to basically have to repeat the conversation we just had. <laughs> but now we're it down a bit because we did go on quite a bit. Oh. Uh, but yeah, Rangers have won the first title in 10 years. Yeah. Their 55th title. And the the connection that we all feel to Rangers, mainly because of Steven Gerrard, because, I mean, we wouldn't really follow him if, uh, if he wasn't there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Tim Pot League and that, mate, so... <laughs> Um, so Stevie G Stevie G we've just had this conversation so I know your opinion but the listeners don't in a couple of seasons time if Klopp can't complete this this turnaround at Liverpool the rebuild that's required could we potentially see a Steven Gerrard at Liverpool again well to be fair if Liverpool continue their form and keep dropping down like I think Steven Gerrard would be well suitable to my championship side in the next season or two. <laughs> <laughs> See, the the comparison that's that's um, that's there is obviously Frank Lampard. Yeah, because he managed Derby County for a season and then got the Chelsea job, and they didn't really give him time to settle in as a manager. He didn't really achieve anything with Derby. He brought in a bunch of lone players, played them, and then failed to win promotion. Yeah. That's essentially what happened. They got to the playoff final, but did they get to the playoff final or was it semis? I genuinely can't remember. Semis. Who came up that season with us? It was um, Aston Villa, won it? Yes. Yeah. But who did they beat? <laughs> Can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, the comparison still stands. He didn't really do much and he got the Chelsea job and he was just sort of thrown in and he basically just played the players he played at Derby, essentially. Because well, Reese James it, and Mount, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Gerard's actually making a name for himself as a manager. He's done something that other managers weren't able to do before him. For the last ten years, at least, anyway, mm. um, 
obviously they had the demotions and stuff like that because of all the stuff that went down, but he's got them something that they haven't had for a very long time and it warrants something. And he's got Champions League football as well, so we could really see what he's made of soon. Yeah, next year's season will be more of a test. Like, um, like I said previously, which the listeners didn't hear about, um, I think <laughs> it would be a massive achievement if they could make it to the group stages of the Champions League because obviously I think they'll enter at the second qualifying, maybe. I, th- that's a... I can't remember how it all works. I really don't know. Qualifying round. So the second qualifying round tends to be all right, but then the third one tends to be like your Turkish sides come in there, you tend to get Dutch sides in there, Belgian sides in there, so you got PSVs, Andalecs, Fenerbahce's, yeah. like that against Rangers. I wouldn't fancy Rangers. Mm. I know Rangers have already, obviously are, they're still in the Europa League, so they yeah, are, sure, they, are. they are capable, but it's another level up, Champions League. Jermaine Defoe knows, knows that level all too well. And he's 57th year professional footballer. <laughs> still got more goals. <laughs> I'm still banging him in for a good end. <laughs> he is. He's like a fine wine, Jermaine Defoe. Um, you got a chef United. We're not going back through this again. It was embarrassing the first time around, Matt. <laughs> Listen, Matt, basically, Matt basically ripped me for... for the fact that Jermaine Defoe's like a pensioner, so he should be at Sheffield United. And I basically said he's got more quality in his little tour than anyone at Sheffield United. Um, <laughs> and that's how that went down. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so let's crack on with Premier League action. But just okay. a quick, um, a quick uh, uh, explanation. So we're only talking about three games this week because we did have an interview with a footballer lined up but um, due to like schedule conflicts, with it it wasn't happening this week. It was due to happen this week, but he was unable to attend the time that we'd we'd sorted out due to other commitments. Uh, so that will be coming in the next couple of weeks. I'm not sure when, but we'll sort something out and uh, mm-hmm. get that up and running. So we have sort of had to throw together an episode, kind of not last minute, but ish <laughs> um so we're going to talk about the the three key games that sort of happened this week and go through them and then we're gonna introduce our new section which is foundry fives so that should be fun here me and matt bicker over things yes things because I think there will be a lot of bickering, to be fair. Um, but Premier League football. So we had the Manchester derby. Man City were looking for their 22nd consecutive win. But Man United were like, piss off, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Should have said piss off, Pep. Yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> piss off, Pep. Um, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, Matt, becomes the first Man United manager to win his first three away league matches against Man City. How's about that? That's good, that, to be fair. <laughs> it really is, you know. When you, when you look at Ollie and he spends 85 minutes at game just sat, just not really doing much, and then for five minutes of the game, when they've scored a goal, he gets up. You, you wouldn't think he's all that. No. But he's, are we seeing the right man for the job? I mean, I don't really want to do it because they've just come off the back of five nil-nil draws on bounce, and <laughs> yeah. they've had a, they've had a decent result against this Man City side. But let's be honest, Man City weren't Man City in this game. No. Like, is he the right man for the job, though? Like, is is Ollie proving himself or what? what's happening? 
They've they've definitely shown glimpses this season, and obviously this this result is a massive result for them. Extremely well. Um, Give them another transfer window, get until next season, see how they start next season. I don't think he'll be going anywhere. I think the signings that he's made have been good. Don't get me wrong. He has brought in some talent. Like, look at Bruno. Obviously, massive impact. Like, arguably signing a decade already. Like, he's he's ridiculous. Um, And they've strengthened with, like, Cavani up front, who's going to help someone like Rashford. He doesn't even seem to be helping Martial, because Martial can't seem to help himself. Um, (laughs) But, like, other players are are starting to pick up for. Like, Dan James has been doing all right. Yeah, he's been in good form. Yeah, so there were a lot of talk about him going out on loan as well for this season. And... The fact that he stayed at the club and then managed to get himself back into the starting lineup yeah. speaks volumes about his character as well, Absolutely. doesn't it? So um, there's a there's a lot of positives there, and I mean Luke Shaw's probably in the form of his life. Yes, definitely. Like I know, I know he got that's only his second ever Premier League goal, by the way. Yeah, I know. Didn't expect that. Nope, but yeah, obviously. He's been in the form of his life, to be fair, right now. Well, his best form he's been at, been at, well, he's been at Man United and nicking him with some goals now as well. So it's definitely showing his quality. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, if you're going against someone like Ben Chilwell for left back at Euros, yeah. and he's not getting regular football, he is not getting so. football, but Alonso's preferred at the minute because of yeah. that wing back option that he provides and going forwards is a lot better. Yeah. So Chilwell's got his work cut out. And if Luke Shaw keeps playing like this, he could be starting. Absolutely, could easily. So as long as he keeps his head in the game. But what about the opposite flank? What about Juan Bissaka? Because that guy is an incredible defender. But why is he never really talked about in an England sense? Is just because of Trent? Pretty much, and obviously Trent's been absolutely dog this season. So yep. So let let's let's sort this out. So we've got Kyle Walker, who's obviously. Quality right back for Man City, been playing regular football. Yeah. He's going at Euros, let's be yeah. honest. We've got Kieran Trippier, who's just come off a ban from football. Yeah. On mm, verge of winning the league, I don't know. Southgate doesn't like him, so he probably will go. But if someone was in better form than him, could be dropped. Yeah. you got Trent Alexander-Arnold, who's been in the worst form of his short, short career. But... He's been a shadow of what he was the previous few seasons. Absolutely. Complete shadow. Absolutely. Then you got Wan Bissaka, who I'm pretty sure you could put anyone running at him, pick a player in world, and he'd he'd make sure they won't get past him. Absolutely. Like he's an animal. He's, personally, he's definitely the best defensive defend like fullback in the league. I still think play him as centre back. You know. I know you do. I genuinely do. Not not for Man United, maybe, but, but for England, part of a three at back. Yeah. No, I get that. <sighs> like, that'd be quality. And then and then you can have your Trent or your Walker providing attacking option going forwards and support coming back. Because Trent and Walker are not the greatest of defenders no, at, at all. all. Kyle Walker's always got a mistake in him. Yes. And Trent just looks lost when he's defending. Yes. So, and let's be honest, England are not a side where we will constantly have the ball, especially when it gets at later stages at Euros. Yeah. So, having someone that can prevent players getting past is the best option for me. Yeah, no, I get that. So, I, I do genuinely, that is in our should I stay or should I go to the squad? So, I don't even think Trent's in it yet, is he? <laughs> right. 
No, Trent's not actually in it yet. <laughs> there we go. That answers it for you. So, um, <clears throat> let's talk about the game, though. So, Jesus, what on earth is he even doing chasing back um, that far when there's like six Man City players around Marshall yeah, when he goes down? Ridiculous, to be fair. Like, what on earth is he thinking at that point? It's it's dumb. Like yeah, dumb. in the in the opening couple of minutes, I get they just lost the ball, yeah. and maybe he's got a, a duty to win it back. But as soon as he passes that midfield line and he's he's approaching defence, you back off and you're sort of like right, okay, let them deal with that now. If he's in middle at pitch, by all means, charge him down and two foot him or whatever you want to do, because it's fine in middle at pitch. Yeah. But on edge of box, creeping into box, it's not wise at all. No, not at all. <laughs> do you know what's annoying? How comfortably the defence could have dealt with it as well. <laughs> because yeah. there was like Diaz stones, and I'm pretty sure Rodri was stood around Marshall, so he didn't really have anywhere to go. So. It was getting it was getting like buffered into more plays. It wasn't it didn't need to be t- tackled at all then, at all. No. Silly mistake. Um, speaking of Marshall, I don't know how you feel on this because obviously I've not spoke to you about it, but everyone's claiming Marshall had like this masterclass of a game. And right. uh, yeah, but I don't know if I was watching the same game because he's a striker, he's the one that you need to be scoring the goals for you. Yeah, and he had like three or four chances and just cocked them up. Like, for me, a striker that has a good game gets at least a goal. Yeah, okay. Like you could you could have a good game in the sense of Harry Kane where you're dropping deep and you're spraying passes and you're picking people out on wings and you're dictating play. Yeah. But Marshall didn't do that either. Like it, it was it positionally, yeah, maybe a bit of an improvement, but he didn't have a masterclass. I mean, come on. <laughs> No, I wouldn't, I, like I said, I wouldn't go as far as say he had a masterclass. I thought he did all right, but only singing that is yeah, masterclass definitely not as far as that. Yeah. Like, I think to to cash in to maybe push to get a bigger striker in in the summer. Yeah, I think he's maybe one that needs to close the curtains on his Man United career because I don't know. I've I've been beating on Marshall for like yeah, months know, you, now, you but I, I just don't see it in him. He's he's playing as number nine. Score some goals, pal. Like you're not Ben Teke. You can't just doss and do what you want. You're at Man United, not Crystal Palace. Like and, and Ben Teke is actually scoring goals. Is that ben... he is. Do you know what? He actually scored against Spurs, didn't he, this week? Yeah, so, yeah it was. It was to be fair. So yeah, I can't even compare him to Ben Teke. You're not bloody David no, not David McGodrick, he's just scored. Um Oli McBurney. Yeah, he's a prime example. You're not Oli McBurney. Sort it out. <laughs> that that's my rant done. Okay. Um, cool. Any any um any worries for Man City losing the title now to United? Nope. Yeah, didn't think so. It's not really done much for the table, as in to no. be honest. Not at all. Uh, speaking of doing things to the table, Fulham picking up three vital points at Liverpool. But what the shit is going down at Anfield? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Six oh home God. defeats in a row. So good, like mate. what is actually going on? Oh, so good. <sighs> so good. It's actually it's it's becoming. Have you seen that thing on Netflix? That Cecil Hotel thing? No. Oh, like the mystery thing of the woman in the elevator, 
and everyone's like trying to trying to work out what's going on. I feel like this is what oh, is going on at I Liverpool. Know what you're on about, but no, I've not seen it. Yeah, it's messed up, and a lot of people have all these theories, etc. Blah blah blah, and something like that is going on at Liverpool right now, and I'm not sure what it is. Mm. Um, but yeah. Klopp even said, um, when asked if it was his lowest spell as a manager, he said, "I should say no, but yes, it is." Yeah. Um, that is someone that's obviously feeling it. He's, he's had a bit of an emotional time as well. I mean, he's had the passing of his mum to deal with as well. Um, it's been a tough time for him. Um, and I, I heard an interesting point as well. In Obviously, they just won the league last season. And when you win the league, you have an emotional release. Yeah. But they've not been able to have that emotional release because they've not been able to properly celebrate winning the league. If you get what I mean, yeah, I kind of get. Because coronavirus and not being able to to just celebrate yeah. it, you know, like just go crazy and do what you want for a little bit. Like there's, there's been none of that. There's been no sort of sharing it with the fans. It's just as if they stopped playing football and carried on again. No, no, I I, I do get that side of it, I suppose. But on the other side of the coin, the front three, the exact same front three that won them the Champions League, the Premier League. And now they can't beat Fulham. Fulham are a good side, though. Of late, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've got something like... The turnaround for Scott Parker, by the way, has been remarkable. Yeah, they're, they're actually fine really well and slowly getting away, well, making their mark up the league, getting trying to get out, so... Well, if they keep playing the way that they're playing, they're going to be fine. Because you've got yeah. teams like Newcastle and Brighton who can't can't buy goals at the minute. Like Absolutely. Newcastle's obviously got Callum Wilson out for a very long time. Yeah. Um and Brighton pff, never seen anyone worse in front of goal than Brighton, to be honest. Um Don't make a Sheffield United reference. <laughs> don't do it. Hey, this is the difference. We don't have chances. Brighton do. <laughs> true. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give you that. We have chances of very little and don't take them. Brighton have yeah. plenty and don't take any. <laughs> Fair play. Um, Fair play. But yeah, I, I think Brighton could be the ones that slip up and end up in that relegation zone and full them uh, pull away. Okay. Could do. Could be. Well, I mean, they've got they've got so much to go off now, Fulham, haven't they? They've, got, they've had some decent results recently. Yeah. I mean, they've got Man City coming up. True. But, yeah, and we know what it's like when Man City lose a game. They get angry oh, the following they, game. They'll route, they always route the next team. So. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like 6-7-0, and it's it's not going to be pretty. So Scott Parker needs to be ready for that. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, if he gets something from City, definitely staying up. Could do. Definitely. But Liverpool, what, what do you think is needed? What's... Oh, God. They need all sorts. The way this team's playing, they've got absolutely no defensive prowess at all. Um, I don't think it's just down to Van Dijk. I think it, we've said it a few times. I think it's just been the same team that's played every game for the last four years. It's coming yeah. to it, but um, he made a few changes for this match, but God, no, it's not good. Not good. Like, the thing that gets me is that. You're in such a poor run of form at home, etc. 
And you yeah. start with Marnie on the bench. Yep. I mean, I know they've not been great, but you want your strongest team out there. Absolutely. Like, and crazy. I don't know. It's they're missing someone like Diego Yota, someone different. Obviously, he did play this match, but... Oh, he did, he had... didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He, he, he produced one good save from Ariola, and that was pretty much it. Didn't have a massive influence on the yeah. game. But I suppose he's not far off being back from injury, is he? So, give him a bit of time, he'll be back firing again. But as for Liverpool, I've got no idea because I think they've just got to ride it out, push what they can for. I mean, Champions League's looking unlikely at minute. Yeah, I don't see that happening for them at the moment. Losing midweek to to Chelsea, that's going to really put pressure on to try and get top four. Like, it's it's just going to be a struggle. Um, but I mean, attracting the players in is going to be difficult if they're not got Champions League football. Yeah. If Klopp stayed, I mean, we've seen it before. Managers are getting sacked after doing so well, and then the following season it doesn't follow through. Like you look at someone like Pochettino, you look at like Mourinho. Yeah. It it happens. Like they do really well one season, next season starts dropping, they're gone. Like you literally just never know these days in football. You never know. Like he's just produced something that Liverpool have been waiting for for thirty years, and six months later he could be sacked. Seven months later he could be sacked. Just whatever. You never know. It's, it's ridiculous. No, crazy man. Um, but at least we've got Steven Gerrard lined up to come in after. So, I think just an overhaul is needed. I think players are wanting to go. I think Salah don't look like he cares anymore. Yeah, I think. They'll be getting to the stage where there'll be a few players exiting in, in this summer because Salah has been linked with Barca, Real Madrid, and he ain't getting any younger. So I think he'll still want to take the opportunity, and I still think they'd tech him. Yeah. Then, yeah, they'll be definitely needing a few new faces in. There'll be a few yeah. people wanted out. Definitely. Spurs. Yes. Harith Kale. Stepping up and uh, sorting out the win for Palace. Did you see the tweet from Spurs? No. They tweeted a picture of Harith Kale and morphed Bale and Kane together. My God, it looks like the elephant man on steroids. No, I've not seen that. But okay. <laughs> it's, it's a scary thing to wake up and see. Yep. <laughs> or just to see. You don't even have to just wake up and see it. Just to see it, it's a scary sight. Um, but I like the name Harith Kale. It, it's, got, it's got something to it. Yeah. I mean, but this, this Harry Kane, two goals, two assists, exactly what we want to see added into Euros. Oh, absolutely, in that sense. Yeah, brilliant. Like his first right. goal was sublime. Oh yeah, Three, the cheekiness. Just bang. <laughs> no, it was good quality. Uh, but Gareth Gareth Bale's stepping up. Do you think he's do you think he's back to his best or or are we expecting another level from him? To be fair, Bale is definitely an elite footballer, world class on his day. He could go he could step up another level to be fair. But um obviously compared Comparison to him earlier on this season, where he was absolutely non-existent, like now he's playing this well, people might be over-exaggerating how good he actually is really been doing for them because obviously it's such a shift of how vast yeah. his quality, quality has been from the start to now. But he's looking good. He's looking happy. He, is looking he looks good. like he's enjoying his football for once. Yeah, 
Like, the man's probably got like a retractable golf club in his shorts or something. Really? Yeah, <laughs> just a guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, he's looking good, and I do think there is more to come from him. I genuinely do. I, I, like you say, people might be overhyping his um, his contribution because of the comparison that we've got from earlier in the season. But I think it's just a case he's back to fitness and he's raring to go. I mean, Mourinho said a couple of weeks back he's in the best shape since he arrived. And his results, his performances recently have been backing that up. Absolutely. So, I mean, if if he stays fit, like, he's only going to keep getting better and better and get more confident from that. Absolutely. So, but do we we think Spurs are turning the corner or, or not? Ask me after the next match, mate, because they, they're so hit and miss. <laughs> they are. They're literally so hot and cold. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, but that is all the football we're going to talk about this week. So we're going to go for a quick ad break, and then we're going to do some Foundry Fives. So with the news that lockdown's coming to an end, why not get yourself looking fresh and ready for that big night out on the town? Manscaped have just launched in the UK, We've gone years without using the right tools for the job. You can be one of the first men in England to experience their life-changing products. Although we love our football, we've also got to love our balls. And I know for a fact that cutting your error while shaving is one of the worst things that can happen before a big night out, which is why Manscaped have redesigned the electric trimmer. Their engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved lawnmower 3.0 in the UK. This is the Premier League of trimmers, a Man City, if you will. The battery will last longer than Phil Jagielka. That's right, 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave and get the style you want. With the waterproof technology, you can groom in the shower and with a cool LED light to help you see even clearer, you will not miss a hair. The thing that gets me is having horrible razors laying around the bathroom, but with the charging stand that comes with the lawnmower 3.0, it's much cleaner and easy to just pick up and go. With the discount code FOUNDRY, you can get 20% off your order at Manscaped today. Let's get that bush to tush clean. Not only do you get 20% off, you also get free shipping. So save yourself the ball ache. Get that 20% off using the code FOUNDRY at manscaped.com. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. So join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Make Make your testies testies their besties. And we're back. Um, Yeah, Foundry Fives. Okay. Let's let's do this. So a quick brief introduction as to what Foundry Five is. So this is where we do a category. We're going to try and do one every other week. We're going to keep mixing it up. Um, so we're going to do two this week, but usually we'd only do one and okay. bicker it out like little girls. Um, but the two categories that we have are best Premier League teams, so a single season of a team, okay, not including things outside the Premier League. So like, for instance, Man United's treble winning season, it would just be focused on their Premier League season, nothing else. So it doesn't matter if they won the Champions League. It doesn't matter if they got knocked out of the FA Cup first round. It doesn't matter. Premier League only. Um, and then the second category is best Premier League managers of all time as well. Okay. So 
sort of theme to that. Um, what happens is me and Matt reveal our top fives each, and then we have to try. Bear with me. Try <laughs> and combine our lists to make a foundry five. Okay, okay. so there's going to be a lot of bickering, a lot of uh, unnecessary hostile. Hostilities. from Matt. Yeah. yeah, hostilities. Is that a word? It is now. There we go then. Going to be lots of hostilities from both corners. Blue corner, are you ready? <laughs> Contenders, are you ready? <laughs> Fight! Um, so, let's start with uh, best Premier League side, shall we? Okay. Uh, for number five, Matt, I've gone with Chelsea of 2005-2006, Mourinho's first season, just smashed it. Yeah, okay, I could... All right. It's, yeah. it's just the fact that Chelsea were nowhere near anything, realistically, well, at, at that point. And then Mourinho came in and just blitzed it in one league. Can't, can't argue with it. Like yeah. um, who's your number five? Well... Let's be, I'll be honest, mate. I've only got this doc recently, so I haven't got a full list. So we're probably best off by you going through yours, and I'll argue any point I see in yours. Probably the easiest way to okay, do this first time round. Okay, then. Well, there's going to be an argument coming up, because in fourth place, I've put the Invincibles. Mm, higher Arsenal. than that. See, it is a brilliant achievement going unbeaten, but there were too many draws and narrow wins that prevent them from going higher. I feel like the football that was produced a lot of the time was we need to protect this 1-0 lead. And I don't know, I just weren't a fan of that. That That's my argument for it. They were undefeated it. the whole I season. Know. Didn't, didn't lose a single league match. I know. I, know, I, knew that, I know they drew, they drew 12, but they did not lose a single <laughs> match. They, didn't lose. they drew 12, Matt. Yeah. They didn't lose a single match, though, did they? <clears throat> I know they didn't. I'm not saying that's not a good achievement, but if there was a team, they could have finished third or fourth with that record. Like if other teams around them were picking up as many points, they they could have the draws could have cost them massively. But they were lucky in the sense that the other teams around them didn't pick up as many points as what they did when they were drawing those twelve games. It's thirty eight games in a season. They drew twelve of them. Well, before that, mate, they would, they would, how many points did they finish on that season? If there obviously 12 points was a draw, then obviously that's 26 games remaining or three. So it's 60, uh, 6, 12, 18, 6, 78. So they, they finished the season on 90 points. That's still Jesus not Christ. Time. I've still got numbers flying around above my head here. You were just throwing everything at me then. <laughs> you just did the quickest mass I think I've ever seen anyone do. See? <laughs> I heard. <laughs> but no, 90 points undefeated, mate. Yeah. Gold Premier League title. Alright, let's do rest of let's do rest of my list and then we you we say, can you say fourth we, then. Yeah. <laughs> we can come back to it and assess if needs be. Um I'd be open to moving them up a little bit, but I don't want them top. Next in third place, I've got Man United from uh, 2007 and the eight season. Okay. You had Rio and Vidic just in the prime. Okay. Yeah. Best 
defensive partnership. And then that front three are Tevez, Rooney and Ronaldo. Oh, <laughs> like, just, um, that was just filth. It was disgusting. Yeah. That that free kick against Portsmouth alone was oh, enough to yeah, put was, third on this list. That was amazing, that goal. It, it's it? just a joke. Um, second place, I have got... See, now, this, this is where the whole Premier League only thing comes into it. Um, so I've got Man United from 99-2000 season. Treble team. No, the season after the treble. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was 89-99. No, 98-99. 98-99 was the treble winning se- yeah. season. The season after, in the Premier League, they added 12 points to the tally. So making them a better side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Then the treble winning season in the Premier League, they added twelve points on top of that. So I feel like that's a better season in the Premier League than what the treble winning season was. Okay. And they were just on fire early two thousands, were the Man United. Okay. Um, and then first place. This is probably where you're going to argue with me a lot. Um, I've put Leicester City. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I've put Man City from seventeen eighteen Centurions. They got the the highest point total any side has reached, meaning they've performed the best out of any okay. side that's okay. been in the Premier League. Okay. Um, where do you want to pick at this? Arsenal. Yeah. In that list, I would move Arsenal from fourth to second, and I'd probably go along with what you've said. Do you know what? I'm, I would be. Um, so against that, I, I, was, yeah. I thought you were going to try and push for them to be top. No, no, Man City got hundred points, mate. It's only ever been done once, right? Exactly. No, um, that City side is unbelievable. So no, I definitely, I'd have, I'm happy to have a City team as number one, but Arsenal would have to be number two for me. Undefeated, mate. What? So we'd have Chelsea from Mourinho's first season. Man United, oh seven eight, ninety nine two thousand United after them, and then Arsenal, and then Man City. I'm just trying to think if any teams come to my come to my head. Just, I mean, there is a case to try and squeeze this Liverpool squad in, no. but I don't know. No, I, I think I can go along with what you've said, mate. Yeah. But Arsenal second would be my only change right. to your list. I'll, I'll accept that change. I thought that was going to be a lot more difficult than what it actually was. So <laughs> the final list for our top five, uh, our foundry five Premier League teams, are Chelsea from 2005, 2006, uh, Man United 07-08, Man United 99-2000, Arsenal Invincibles, and then Man City Centurions 17-18. Yeah? Okay, yeah. Sweet, that that went actually too bad. Um, best Premier League managers, Matt. Yep. Are you wanting me to do the same thing again? And you, yeah, you go for it, mate. I've come into this Fifth. little blind, so I've not got this sorted, but I can definitely argue yours. <laughs> Fifth, I've got Jurgen Klopp. Okay. Okay. Fourth. See, I I don't think there's much argument in this list to be honest. Fourth, I've got Arsene Wenger. Right. Third, I've got Mourinho. Second, you've got Pep Guardiola. Number one, you've got yeah. Alex Ferguson. Yes, I have. 
Right, let me think. Definitely Ferguson number one. Cannot look yeah, past that got to whatsoever. Be. You've got Pep second. Pep second. Yeah. Mourinho He's changed third. the game. He's changed the English game, Pep. Finger fourth, cop fifth. Doing really much argument, isn't it? To be honest, uh, I'm just trying to think. Because Cops only won the Premier League once. He has. To be honest, but so does people like I know Conte. everyone else. Ancelotti, Conte, Ranieri, Di Matteo. No, Di Matteo. There we go. The Champions League. Yeah, he got Champions League, didn't he? Like the the top four are set. I think I think Wenger did very well before Mourinho came in, but then as soon as Mourinho came in, he knocked Wenger right off his perch, and Arsenal just started declining from there. Um, so so I think that's different. Different way of looking at it, you know. Obviously, mm-hmm. Liverpool won the title last year with Klopp. Do you not think? Yeah. Do you think Ranieri's Leicester is a bigger achievement? Club stature winning the title than Klopp winning it with. I'm not saying that Branieri's a better manager than Klopp. Definitely not, but yeah. it's just a side argument. Do you not think Leicester's achievement's big, bigger than Liverpool's achievement? Leicester's achievement is bigger than any achievement in Premier League football, I think, because the sheer underdogness of that. They were literally just survived relegation season before and then yeah. went to win Premier League. Nothing will ever top that for me. Yeah. But I understand what the argument is you're making, but it was sacked the following season. So it's Klopp. Costum gets sacked this season. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like it was a freak thing to happen, wasn't it? Like they played really well. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I think what Klopp's done with his Liverpool side to 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 mount such a serious challenge for the last three to four seasons. And to also, I know it's only Premier League, but to also guide them to two to Champions fair, League. Fans. Seriously Back. challenged. They won the league last season. They came second the season before. Was that the no? That the ninety-seven. That points? was a nice, yeah, ninety-seven points. Yeah. What did they do the season before that? Finished fourth. Yeah. So you you just said for, you've just said they seriously challenged for quite a few seasons. It's two seasons. Yeah, but it's been a transition for him, hasn't it? Really, like he's he's got his own. He's on mould, and I think now the mould is completely broken, and he don't know what to what to do. <laughs> He's about but, a new mould, but I think I think being part of a, a best Premier League managers list, you've got to have spent a bit of time with the club. And if you compare, all right, let's, let's do this. Comp- yeah, I was just going to say, let's compare Pochettino to Klopp. Who's the better manager out of them? Who's achieved more? Well, if you go for titles and that, obviously Liverpool achieved more, so you go Klopp. But did, was Poch did Poch have a bigger job getting that Tottenham side to the level that he got them to? I would argue he did have a bigger job, yeah. But he got the job done and then didn't produce for me. Okay. So he he got he got that Spurs side playing regular Champions League football, competing and being a strong side to be. Yeah. He had world-class players in that team yeah. and couldn't produce with them. Okay. Klopp got this average Liverpool side playing regular Champions League football. Bringing, like, they celebrated a 2-2 draw against whoever it was and they were clapping all fans. Like That's pathetic. That's that's <laughs> bottom of the barrel stuff. Take that now. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> they would. Um, but the 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 transformation that Klopp's gone through as well is built on this Liverpool side. Yeah, made them world beaters. Fair enough, yeah. not at the moment, but they they were world beaters. They're definitely and arguably season, the best team in the best team in the world, and I wouldn't yeah. deny that. I'm not, I'm not and, that stupid. To... Is there anyone that could not clop out of there? Because I think the other four are solid. You can't you can't move them four: Wenger, Mourinho, Pep, and Sir Alex. All, all the other four have got multiple Premier League titles. It precisely, yeah. So you can't you can't knock it. Like, does it go in order of amount of titles? Ferguson, Pep, Mourinho, Wenger. I'd, I believe so. I can't remember how many Wenger won now. Three? No, I know Mourinho won three, because three times. <laughs> uh, three. three for me, two I, for them. I did Arsenal win it twice, and but chasing you like, up United's ass. I can't remember. It's funny, that. Um, but no, I, I genuinely can't think of another manager that's that's... I mean, other than Big Sam. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I genuinely can't think of another manager that, that, that rivals Klopp for that spot. Pochettino is probably the closest one because of the job that he had at Spurs. But he never produced once he'd finished his job. And then ironically, he finished the job. Yeah, He got finished. <laughs> No, I can't really think of a strong enough argument to get Klopp out of that top five. So the list remains intact. Yeah, that one does. So we're going Klopp in fifth, Wenger in fourth, Mourinho in third, Pep in second. Sir Alex Ferguson is the best Premier League manager of all time. Uh, so there is Foundry Fives for this week. We may do one next week or we might skip a week and do one the following week depending on when we have this interview with this footballer. So stay, stick around for that because we'll let you know on socials and stuff when that'll be. Um, but that's it for this week. I mean, we've, we've talked a little bit of football, the key ones anyway. I mean, is there anything else in the footballing world that you want to mention for the podcast, Matt? Definitely not Carlo, so let's just... Get this, get this <laughs> down, mate. Do you know what? It's been so good because I had to talk about how bad Chef and I were this week, so it's great. Yeah. Um, is there anything else big that's happened? No. Not really. I can't think of anything. Um, no, I think I think we we got most of it covered anyway. Um, so Rangers fans, sit back and enjoy your uh, 55th Scottish League title. Scottish Premier League, whatever it's called these is it Scottish Premier League, it is, isn't it? SPL, yeah. SPL, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well Gerard didn't slip on this title race, so well done him for once. <laughs> I was waiting for a slip joke to come into play. Um and on that note we'll slip away. So if you would like to get in touch with us, you could do so by finding us on Facebook or Twitter. At Footy Foundry, Footy Foundry. Be sure to check out our partners, the Beautiful Game Network, by finding them on Twitter. At BGNFM. And a huge thank you to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves. They are the official scarf provider for the MLS, USL and US Soccer. You can get yourself a custom-made scarf for your team at... Roughneckscarves.com 
And finally, a huge thank you to our most recent sponsor, Manscaped. You can get 20% off your order using the code FOUNDRY at checkout when you visit. Aha! Manscaped.com. <laughs> I love how new things throw you off. You love routine, don't yeah, you? Yeah, of ways. Aha! That would be great. Uh, yeah, that's manscaped.com. Um, head over there, use the code Foundry and get 20% off your order. But that's everything from us this week, Matt. So say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we'll be back again next week. <laughs>